it is, uh, it is great to have in the house Alexander back for the summer. And Mama's happy because Alexander and Roe, I mean, Alexander and Roe, Caleb and Roe are in the house as well. And so is Ezra. So I'm asking Caleb to come up. He's going to speak to us today. He's going to bring the word and preach. We just got back from a, a conference in southern Mississippi that was incredible. Caleb spoke over there. So he's here today, and I just want him to just share the word, take his time, have his, uh, just just uh, let the Lord have his way and use him. So let's give him a great big life point. Welcome. Can you do it? Amen. It feels good to be here, doesn't it? God's already moving, doing his thing, and that is a good sign. Don't you think so? Say way maker. Say miracle worker. Promise keeper. Light in the darkness. That is who he is. Amen. You believe that this morning? That is who he is. That's what he does. That's who he is. That's his identity. Amen. It's already been said, but um, the ball is in our court today. The Bible says that if we will draw nigh, then he will draw nigh. If we will, he will. The ball is in our court. And today, if we will enter into his courts with thanksgiving and into his gates with praise. Today, if we will engage him with our body, soul, and spirit, if we will, he will. And someone say amen. Amen. It's good to be here. We always love coming. I didn't think I'd be back so soon, though, yet here we are, and it's good to be here. Amen. Let's get going. Psalm 77 is where I am. Psalm 77, verses 11 through 14. It's on the screen. I'm going to read it in the King James and then in the NIV, New International Version. It says this, I will remember the works of the Lord. We stand for the reading of the word, don't we? Am I, am I mistaken? That's our tradition. Let's stand for the reading of the word. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. I will meditate also of all thy work and talk of thy doings. Thy way, O God, is in the sanctuary. That's right here. Who is so great a God as our God? Finally, verse 14. Thou art the God that doest wonders. Thou hast declared thy strength among the people. The NIV says the same thing like this. It says, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your say it miracles of long ago. I will consider all of your works and meditate on all of your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the people. And I believe this Sunday morning, right here at Life Point Church, that God desires to do just that, that He desires to display His power amongst His people. And someone say, Amen. 
Let's pray one more time, everybody. In Jesus' name, I got, I pray, Lord, right now that you would continue to pour out your spirit, that you would continue to do what only you can do, God. I pray, Lord, today, as we said earlier in our prayer meeting, that you wouldn't just show up, but that you would show out. I pray, Lord, that you would do your thing today, God. Have your way in this place, and I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Amen. You may be seated. I want to talk to you for just a few minutes about miracles still happen. Miracles still happen. And today I would start by saying in no uncertain terms, with clarity and with confidence, God is a miracle worker. Front to back, cover to cover, testament to testament, age after next, we see time and again that our God is both capable of and willing to supernaturally intervene in the natural lives of men. With no fewer than 124 miracles recorded in our holy scriptures, the biblical evidence is overwhelming. And then we read in John 21 that if every miraculous thing that Jesus did would have been written down, the world itself could not contain the books that would have been filled. Why? Because our God is a miracle-working God. And he was just warming up in Genesis, the book of beginnings, when he miraculously spoke everything that is into existence. After that, we see a burning bush that would not be consumed, a Red Sea divided, millions eating manna, angels food that falls from heaven. Water flowing from a rock in a desert. The sun and the moon are halted. A donkey speaks. That would freak me out. Fire falls from heaven, an axe head is made to swim, the mouths of lions are shut, and the belly of a whale is filled with a rebellious prophet. And all of this is but a small portion of the miraculous happenings that happened in just the first half of your Bible. Moving to the Newer Testament, we see a woman with a spirit of infirmity is healed. We see ten lepers that are healed. We see a man that's blind from birth healed. A child with a mental handicap is healed. Storms are calmed. Dead are raised. The lame leap. The blind see. The deaf hear. The dumb talk. Fulfilling all of the prophecies of old. And finally, a stone is rolled away. A tomb is found empty. Jesus Christ, our risen Savior, defeated death, hell, and the grave. And someone say, thank you, Jesus. And then, as if it couldn't get any better, we turn to the Acts of the Apostles when the followers of Jesus Christ are praying and patiently waiting, and we see that All of them are filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost and begin to speak in tongues as the Spirit of God gives them the ability to do so. I'm telling you right now, our God is a miracle-working God. And if He was then, He is now. 
James assures us that with God, there is no variableness or even a shadow of turning. Malachi said he is the Lord and he changes not. And just in case anyone misunderstood the writer of Hebrews, he decided to make it plain when he said, he is Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Life point, I stand before you today to declare that miracles still happen. The blind can still receive their sight. The deaf can still receive their hearing. The lame can still be made to walk. The dead can still be raised. People can still be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, Jesus on the inside. Anxiety is not a problem for my God. Depression is not a problem for my God. Cancer is no issue for my my God, broken homes, families, marriages, and relationships, they're no problem for my God because my God is a miracle-working God. It's just who he is. He said, I am Jehovah Elohim, your creator. I am Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, your provider. I am Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, your healer. And today, in 2018, in Maryville, Louisiana. He still is my creator. He still is my provider. He still is my healer. Miracles still happen. Someone shout amen. Amen. Miracles still happen. However, there are those who would say in, 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 in our day and age that God no longer performs miracles. He doesn't do that kind of thing anymore. This, of course, it could not be further from the truth. Let me tell you something. Absent the miraculous, Christianity is not only meaningless, it is false. If in our current age, the big Bible word is dispensation, If in our age, if in our dispensation, God no longer performed miracles, the 120 that gathered in that upper room would have never received the Holy Ghost. The lame man begging at the gate beautiful would have remained lame. Paul and Silas would have never made it out of their Philippian prison. Because the Bible is divinely inspired, we would not have a New Testament. No one would have ever received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Certainly no one would be saved. But the truth is, all things are possible to him that believes. The Bible tells me that I am the Lord that... That healeth you. John tells us that whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do. That sounds like a God who still gets involved with the lives of people. He says, I am a very present help in your time of trouble. We serve a miracle working God. And just so we can have a few witnesses in the house, if God has ever done anything for you, why don't you lift up a shout of praise to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the God of Gods. It looks to me like he's still involved in my life 
It looks to me like he's still moving, like he's still working. He's doing it today, and he's going to do it right here, right now at Life Point Church. Amen. Amen. So going back to our text, the psalmist Asaph, the writer of Psalm 77, he seems to be in trouble. In fact, he says, Psalm 77, verse 1, he says, I cried unto God with my voice. Verse 2, in the day of my trouble. Say, I'm in trouble. In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. My sore ran in the night and ceased not. My soul refused to be comforted. I complained. My spirit was overwhelmed. He says in verse 4, I am so troubled that I can't even get the words out. I can't even speak. He says, Will the Lord cast me off forever? Has he decided to be favorable no more? Is his mercy clean gone forever? Do his promises fail forevermore? I'm still reading the Bible. Verse 9, hath God forgotten to be gracious to me? Hath he in his anger shut up his tender mercies for me? Many believe that this psalm was written during a time of captivity. Most likely it was written when the Israelites were captive in Babylon, but Whatever the situation might have been, this we know. The psalmist said, I am in trouble. I am overwhelmed. Asaph, the psalmist, he needed a miracle. And it's here at this significant realization, at this critical moment in his life that he says two things. He says, number one, I will remember your miracles. And number two, he says, you are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among your people. Asaph decided, hear me, that when nothing short of a miracle would do, that he was going to remember what God had done and who he was. And without a doubt, Asaph had no trouble remembering the things that God had done. Because he goes on in the psalm to say, he says, I remember when you redeemed your people. I remember when you split the Red Sea. I remember when you led your people by the hand of Moses and Aaron out of Egypt. Oh, yes, I remember who you are. You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among your people. And the truth is, at some point, we will all find ourselves in need of a miracle. Whether for yourself, for your family, for your friends, some of us need a miracle even now before this service ends, before we walk out of those doors. And no matter the need, whether it be sin or sickness, relational or financial, physical or spiritual, I'm just here to remind you of what he's done and of who he is. 
He is the God that with nothing but his word created the sun, the moon, and the stars. He is the God that questioned Job from the whirlwind, but saying, he said, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? He's the God that not only created the water, but then he walked on the water. Can we talk about God for a minute? He is my Abba Father. He is my advocate. He is my Almighty, the Alpha and Omega, all sufficient, the beginning and the end. He's the bread of life. He's the bright and morning star. He's the chief cornerstone. He's my Christ. He's my comforter. He's my consuming fire. He's my deliverer. I can go on all day. He's the father of the fatherless. He's the first begotten of the dead. He's the fullness of the Godhead bodily. He's the God that does wonders. He's my high priest. He's the I am that I am. He is Jehovah, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the mediator, the Messiah, the mighty one of Jacob, a nail and a sure place. He is our captain, our prince of peace, my redeemer, the rock of my salvation, the rose of Sharon, my savior, the truth, the way, the life, the vine, the word. He is everything that you need. He is everything that I need. He is my Jehovah Elohim, my creator. He's Jehovah Jireh, my provider. He's Jehovah Rapha, my healer. He's everything I'm looking for. He's everything I want. He's everything I need. He's everything my children need. He's everything my family needs. He's everything this church needs. It's just who he is. He is our miracle working God. And I want to remind someone today that miracles, they still happen. Miracles, they still happen. Say amen. If you believe it, shout amen. Why don't you give God a hand clap of praise right now in the house? We worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. You're so good to us, Lord. When we never could deserve it, we never could earn it. You're so good to us. Amen. When I was a kid, I remember one day I had been, uh, I'd been watching Superman cartoons. I love Superman. And I I remember that we had been in a service uh, not too different than this. And I had heard the preacher say, the Bible says, you ask anything in my name and I'll do it. And that really really resonated with me as a kid. And I had been watching Superman cartoons all day. And so I'm I'm sitting in my room and I'm praying. I'm praying and um, I'm sitting at this little little chair and there's a mirror and you know the cabinets whatever you call that thing dresser yeah and I'm sitting there and and, and I'm praying and and, and I'm looking at myself right there in the mirror and I'm telling you right now you've never heard a more earnest prayer it was the most sincere earnest heartfelt prayer I'm a little kid sitting there praying going to town, just pleading with Jesus. And this is what I was praying. God, please let me shoot lasers from my eyes like Superman. And I remember I'm sitting there 
And I'm praying this prayer when all of a sudden dad walks by the door and he's like, what you doing, bud? <laughs> and I'm like, well, dad, the preacher told me and I have faith and, and I'm sitting here, I'm praying that I'd shoot lasers from my eyes like Superman. And he said, you know, it might not be the will of God that you shoot lasers from your eyes like Superman. <laughs> you know, and so I'm like, oh, man. And he just gets up and walks out of the room, shuts the door, and I'm just right there, just looking at myself. It's not the will of God. <laughs> it's not the will of God. And then it hits me. Of course it's not the will of God. I'm staring into a mirror. I would have shot lasers. They would have reflected back, and I would have melted my The Lord has saved me yet again. Listen, I'm not preaching some pie in the sky, shoot lasers from your eyes kind of message today. I'm preaching Bible, and I'm preaching truth. I'm just telling you what he's done and who he is. He is a miracle-working God, and his word says, By his stripes, we are healed. His word says that he will supply all of my need according to his riches and glory. His word says that the prayer of faith, it still saves the sick. His word says if you will speak to that mountain, it will be moved. His word says ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened. His word says that if you repent today that he will fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues if you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost today is your day today is your day his word says whatsoever you ask in my name I'm gonna do it he's a miracle working God miracles still happen just recently a man in our church Named Tony, he, he called me. And holding back tears, he proceeds to say, my mom is in the hospital up in Maryland. Something's gone, gone, gone bad wrong. Her systems are shutting down. She's bleeding. She hasn't been awake in days. The doctors have no idea what's going on, and, and they told me that she could pass at any minute that I have to get up there immediately. I just wanted to tell you so we could we could pray. So me and Tony, we pray, hang up, and he he starts to look for some plane tickets to fly up to Maryland from Florida. He told me, he said, I don't know why, I just felt the prompting of the Spirit. He said, I called my mom's hotel room or, 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 or hospital room, and, and, and I knew that nobody was there except her, and she hasn't been awake, and nobody should answer the phone. I know that, but I just felt to call anyway, and, and, and I call, and my 21-year-old nephew answers the phone, hasn't come to church in years, has, has been running away from God. He, he answers the phone. Hello, is Tony? Yeah. Man, what are you doing there? You live in another state. I don't know what I'm doing here, man. I just, 
I couldn't stay away. And they, they begin to have this God conversation. And before the phone is hung up, they've prayed. His nephew has repented of his sins. And then Tony says, hey, man, why don't you just do this? Why don't you lay hands on her? And we're going to pray together. I'll pray over the phone. You pray right there in person. Let's lay hands on her and pray. So they pray. Five minutes later, not the nephew, the hospital calls and says, we have no idea what happened. But all of a sudden, your mom woke up and she's asking everybody if we have any food in this place. She's hungry. The bleeding has stopped. Everything's returned to normal. Listen, I don't know how. I don't know why. I'm just telling you who he is and what he's done. Someone shout amen. I've seen families put back together. I've seen lives restored. I've seen people filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. I've seen finances miraculously touched. I've seen people stand up and walk right out of wheelchairs. In fact, just two weeks ago, a student in our church named Kaylee, she sends out a group text to Rory, myself, a few others in our youth group. Can I just say, side note, students, you don't got to wait till you're in your 20s or in your 30s or in your 40s to start really living for God and letting God use you and letting God do something in your life and through you. You don't got to wait. You can start today. We get this text message. She texts us, and she said, hey, everybody, um, a woman that I'm connected with at work, her name is Gwen. She has a little baby girl, and today her little, her little girl drowned and died. And she said, I, I'm just texting you to just, just say, please say a prayer for, for this family and for this this little baby girl, just just say a prayer for her immediately, immediately. Everyone starts responding. I'm praying right now. I'm praying. I'm praying right now. I'm praying. Everybody's responding. One hour later, the group text starts lighting up again, and this time it's screenshots from Kaylee's conversation with Gwen. And Gwen said, "I quote." My poor baby died today, and God brought her back to life. I don't know how it happened. I don't know. I can't explain it. The hospital pronounced her dead. All I know is a group of apostolic, Holy Ghost-filled young people started to pray somewhere, and God brought a little girl back to life. All I'm saying is what he's done and who he is, miracles still happen. Miracles still happen. Miracles still happen. Precious saint of God, if you are filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, you are a supernatural agent of change. 
Not because you are so powerful, but because your God is all powerful. Jesus said, you will cast out devils. You will speak with new tongues. You will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. In fact, he went a step further. He said, greater works than these shall you do. I believe that it will be said of this church, these are the ones that turn this city upside down for Jesus Christ. You can reach this city. You can reach your world. You can be who God called you to be and do what God called you to do. And more than ever, our world needs, we need Jesus Christ, God Almighty. And the good news is, He's still available. He's still pouring out his spirit. He's still displaying his power among his people. In Jesus' name. Why don't we stand right now all over the house? Stand, please. I'm going to wrap this up real quick. If you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues, I want you to know that you can receive it today. Acts chapter 2 and verse 39, it says, For this promise, the Holy Ghost, Jesus Christ living on the inside. His presence. His power. Alive in me every minute of every day. This promise, it is unto you. It's unto you. It's unto your children. It's under your children's children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Can I tell you that that phrase, afar off, I believe that it means geographically, yes, from Jerusalem, afar off. But I'll tell you, I believe it also means that it is for people that have been far from God. You've run a long way away. He says this promise, it's even for you because I love you. It's for you. It's for everybody. Everywhere. long ago, right here in Louisiana, at our district campgrounds in Alexandria, a sermon had been preached on the fact that God still does miracles. The presence of God was moving, operating in that service just like it is today. And at the end of the preaching, as the preacher was wrapping it all up, there was a girl confined to a wheelchair who was the first one to make her way to the altar. She comes out from where she's been all by herself. People are so moved by her act of not only faith, but desperation. That they begin, they begin to gather around and they begin to lay hands on her and they begin to pray. God, your word says, by your stripes we're healed. Begin to pray. 
actually want to show you what happened. telling you miracles still happen. I'm telling you the prayer of faith still saves the sick. God still makes his power known amongst his people. I wish every person in this room would as fast as you can come and gather around this altar because I'm telling you, we're about to pray that prayer of faith and God is about to do what only he could do. Every person in the room, I wish you would come as quickly as you can. As quickly as you can. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, listen, listen. We're about to sing. But I'm going to give some instruction before we do. We're going to sing. We're going to pray. And God, he's not just going to show up. He's going to show out. This morning, if you would like to take that step of faith, like this young woman on the video did. I am asking that you would today, if you have never been filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, but you would like to, why don't you as quickly as you can take that step of faith, and I want you to come right here to the middle. As quickly as you can, as quickly as you can. God wants to do it today. God wants to do it today. In Jesus' name. Listen. If right now, for you, your family, a friend, you need a miracle in your life, I want you to come to the middle right now. Right now. If you need a miracle, I want you to come to the middle. Quickly, quickly. Listen. Listen. I know, I know what it's like to be on the other end sometimes. Hear me. What if everything I just told you is true? What if you miss out on it just because you're scared to step up for God? If you will, he said, I will. What if? If you need the Holy Ghost, if you need a miracle in your life, I am asking that as quickly as possible, would you get right here? Because I'm telling you, God is about to change your life. In Jesus' name.